0: News. It's one o'clock, I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories, airport train services are reduced and parking is restricted as protesters turn their attention to to Ceklop Kok. Five people remain in a serious condition after a night of violence and new U.S. tariffs on billions of dollars worth of Chinese goods kick in. The MTR says it's cut the frequency of the airport express trains at the request of the government and the airport authority amid calls online for protesters to disrupt transport to Cheplakok. Trains heading to the airport are running every 20 minutes and every 10 minutes back to the city. The airport authority has also shut one of its car parks, citing operational reasons, and asked passengers to take public transport instead. Anti-government protesters had planned to carry out what they called a stress test on transport links today and tomorrow, despite an injunction against protests targeting the airport. Meanwhile, Kowloon Bay, Mong Kok and Prince Edward MTR stations remain closed after they were damaged in clashes last night. Authorities say five people were in a serious condition this morning after the violent clashes in the city yesterday. As of 7 o'clock this morning, 31 people had been admitted to hospital. Eight of them were in a stable condition, while 18 had been discharged. Forty people were arrested at Prince Edward MTR station last night after riot police stormed the platform and entered a train. It followed another day of clashes between anti-extradition protesters and police. Television footage showed police hitting many of those present with batons, while one officer firing pepper spray at close range into a man's face. Several other passengers were injured. The MTR called in the police after a row between protesters and some elderly train passengers. This Prince Edward resident came down from her home to confront officers after seeing the news. Uh, because I saw the police, they are uh, in the station just like uh, the Yunnan attackers. Uh and hit people with no reason because um, and the station in the meantime there's uh, so many uh, uh, normal citizens. They're not protesters. They're just normal citizens. And I, I think America. I think this is, makes no sense. That's why I come here because I, I just cannot hope at my, my my anger anymore. Pan Democrat lawmakers criticized the police's raid on Prince Edward's Station. The camp's convener Claudia Moe, accused officers of attacking indiscriminately. It was blatantly clear through uh, press footages and photos, and the police would still dare to deny that uh, such happenings have ever uh, taken place, that the police were beating up ordinary citizens most indiscriminately. The 39 pro-government lawmakers condemn violence by protesters and express full support for the police. They said violence had destroyed peace and business confidence here. The police defended the operation. Senior Superintendent Yolanda Yu said officers were looking for protesters who would change clothes to hide their identities. She said appropriate force had been used as officers were attacked. The police also said 11 people had been arrested during the day on suspicion of possessing offensive weapons. Lawmaker Priscilla Leung says the government could learn a lesson from Britain as it seeks an end to conflict. The Business and Professionals Alliance members said the riots communities and victims panel set up after the 2011 London riots could serve as a model for non-statutory investigative body here. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong program, she said mediation between supporters and opponents of the extradition bill was vital and urged people angry with the government not to allow the SAR to be destroyed. Our government has too many things that they have to review wholeheartedly. There are so many people felt very annoyed by the attitudes of the government. But one thing we should remember, not let Hong Kong be destroyed because of this single government. Government officials have a term of service, same as legislators, as well as the lifespan of any single individual. If we could reach mediation, which may go beyond the requests on the table, let us all try the chance for peace of Hong Kong. New U.S. tariffs on a range of Chinese goods have come into effect in a sharp escalation of the trade war between the world's two biggest economies. $100 billion worth of Chinese products will be hit with an extra 15% charge. Items affected include food, clothes, textbooks and smartwatches. Catherine Moos is professor of economics at California University. She says U.S. consumers have already been experiencing an increasing costs relating to the tariffs. At least a couple hundred dollars, it looks like, per year for the average household. But now on top of that, these additional tariffs will add easily between 300 and $800 a year to the cost of what consumers purchase now. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. An appeal board has upheld a police ban on a rally in tsimsa tomorrow in support of a general strike. The board said it accepted the police's argument that the rally would pose a threat to order and affect the rights of other people. It said members were also concerned about what would happen after the rally and the fact that the venue, Salisbury Garden, was uneven and could only hold 300 people. Lawyers for the organizers argue that denying people the right to protest peacefully could lead to escalation. Police have approved rallies in Tamar Park in Admiralty tomorrow and Tuesday. A social worker for the Federation of Youth Groups says pupils returning to school tomorrow may need time to return to their normal psychological state after what she called an unusual summer. Helen Xu urged schools to provide a safe and stable environment that will help pupils heal after a summer in which children as young as 12 were arrested at protests. She set out what schools could expect when classes resume tomorrow. Social workers has to identify which students they need more help. Maybe some they have go to the scene to experience they have experience in these social issues. Try to identify which students are high risk or medium risk. I think uh, it depends on the risk level, whether they have to, to provide personal counselling or they need even some psychological counselling. Meanwhile, top officials have warned against class boycotts and bullying as the new school year begins. The chief secretary, Matthew Zhang, wrote in his blog that it was extremely irresponsible for some people to advocate a class boycott as schools are for studying, not politics. Organizers say thousands of pupils have indicated they will join the anti-extradition strike. The financial secretary, Paul Chan, says bullying at schools would not be tolerated amid concerns that the children of police officers will be targeted. He warned that bullying would see the seed of hatred planted even deeper in the community. Turning overseas, a gunman in the U.S. state of Texas has killed at least five people and wounded about 20 others during a series of shootings in two cities. The motive is unknown. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. The authorities say the shooting started after the gunman was pulled over by the police. An officer was shot and the man, said to be white, and in his 30s, fled the scene. He then appeared to shoot randomly at members of the public as they were driving between Midland and Odessa, small communities about 20 miles apart in West Texas. The gunman was later challenged outside a cinema and after an exchange of gunfire, he was shot dead. Three police officers are being treated in hospital for their injuries. The authorities say the gunman appears to have been acting alone. Events begin shortly in Poland to mark the 80th anniversary of the outbreak of the Second World War. More from the VC's Jenny Hill. The deadliest conflict in human history began just before dawn on the 1st of September 1939. Civilians living in a small Polish town were among its first casualties. In a surprise attack, the Luftwaffe bombed Wielun, while simultaneously German battleships fired on a Polish garrison to the north, and Nazi troops marched in to occupy the country. Two days later, Britain and France declared war on Germany. Today, the presidents of Poland and Germany will stand side by side to lead commemorations in Wielun and Warsaw. They'll be joined by other world leaders and heads of state. The Brazilian president, Jair Bolsonaro, has changed a decree he'd issued on Thursday banning the use of fires to clear agricultural land for the next 60 days. A modified version of the legislation says that fires are banned in the Amazon region but will be allowed in the rest of the country. Speaking through an interpreter, the leader of the indigenous Kayapo people, Chief Raoni, called on President Bolsonaro to show respect. (laughs) Bolsonaro's policies have to take into account The fact that many people depend on the the forest The oxygen, the air they breathe Depends on the forest And he cannot only do whatever he wants And and, uh, forget that Also he has to bear in mind That the indigenous people are the original inhabitants of the Amazon And he has to respect them In the news, our top stories once again. Airport train services are reduced and parking is restricted as protesters turn their attention to Chek Kok. Five people remain in a serious condition after a night of violence. And new U.S. tariffs on billions of dollars' worth of Chinese goods kick in. The news from RTHK. And gentlemen this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color new dimension new value that Lad- and a new experience premises, <carro complainac> <accidentally> <ginie>